Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am joined tonight by the one and only Melissa Wallace. She's hello. everything. Hello. <laughs> she was running around. I was like, I can't think without a pen. Somebody get me a pen. I know. I should have taken my shoes off because I'm, like, trying to tiptoe but run at the same time. Click, and click, 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 yeah, click. Uh, that's I'm, all we I'm hear. I'm lucky I didn't fall, which so. is what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. Um, so we also have a little guest in studio. He's behind the camera right now. So if you're watching us live on Facebook. You can maybe see his hand in there. Uh, so we have Art Egerton who is uh, joining us tonight and he's helping us with some audio and sound stuff, getting us streaming live on Facebook. So now if you are watching us on Facebook, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. Yeah. And now you'll be able to hear our listeners and our music and you'll be able to hear George. Hello, George. Hello, Sharon. <laughs> he just makes the conversation. How you doing? Hello, sweet. Sharon. <laughs> so, um, George is all business. George is all business, but George is in studio at WATD. He is in Marshfield while we are here in Pembroke in our home studio. Uh, it is our home office located right here in Pembroke Center. And uh, if you're in the area, maybe you're over at Stop and Shop and you want to say hello to us, come on over and say hello. 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 And I just had a guest who just came and visited us in our office. Yeah. And I see him on Clubhouse mm-hmm. all the time. Christopher. Well, you hear him on Clubhouse. I hear him on Clubhouse, <laughs> yeah. And I see his one picture, his profile picture. Oh. Uh, but he's in Abington. And I was like, hey, it's about time you come over, have an espresso with me, and let's chat. So that's yeah. what we did. And you did. And we did. You did have an espresso. And, get- and he brought crumble cookies, which yes. I really only had maybe one crumble cookie. Um and he brought like an assorted one. So Julia and I were like just mm, picking at them. I'm gonna bring a couple home so Mary and oh, Sam good. can have some. I had a I had a, a piece of the lemon because you know lemon yeah, is I, my jam. I, well, when you picked it up to do the picture, I was like, I knew she was gonna go for the lemon. <laughs> yes, I did go for the lemon, and I actually offered some to Art. So Art had one. Art, you'll have to take another one on your way out the door because I'm trying to juice. Okay, so cookies <laughs> are not part of juicing, uh, to be quite honest. 
<laughs> lemon zest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like the way you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, tonight's topic, we um, I actually had seen an article. What did I see? And I sent it to you. Um, it was literally called Negotiating After a Home Inspection. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we stole that title. There you go. <laughs> well, that's like a common phrase. We didn't steal it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going with tonight. <laughs> It was your idea. You're going to have to take the, the ship for a second because I have to get us sort of situated okay. in all the connect pages. But yes, Perfect. tonight we are talking about negotiating after home inspections. Yes, they are happening. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're normalizing, right? We are normalizing for we, sure. We are, we're back to home inspections. Yes. So um, I'm going to get us all situated. All right, perfect. So as Melissa is getting us all uh, connected to all of the Facebook pages, again, there are several ways for you to get in touch with us. You can call the studio with any of your questions, comments, concerns, 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. That way there you'll be able to get piped right into us uh, with your questions. Uh, we had a couple callers on Saturday, and the other thing is, is we've been giving out $5 gift cards to Dunkin' Donuts for the, you know, for the people who are listening and call in. Uh, we'd love to be interacting and connecting with you, so uh, if you call in with a question, uh, feel free to do that because we will send you a uh, gift card. Yeah, I just... I taking a break from Facebook for a second, but I do want to mention that we are on on Saturdays. So yeah. lately we've been replaying our Saturday show on mm-hmm. Tuesdays. Um, so, it, you know, we have sort of different listenerships on, on yeah. Tuesday nights mm. and Saturday mornings. So if you are a Tuesday person, please listen to us as well on Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday 10 to 11. Um, yeah. and, I like you know, our Saturday shows. Yeah, but we're surprising everybody. We're live tonight. So. Yeah, we are live tonight. <laughs> and Saturday show ended up going into a topic re- regarding open houses and are they still needed. Uh, so we're going to be putting a poll out there. So definitely follow us along yeah. on Facebook and everything because we want to know what you're opinion is uh, we're going to continue that conversation yeah. again on Saturday and you can listen to that show too on talk real estate yeah. roundtable.com in your podcast app just look for talk real estate roundtable because we also continued and I know this is a little bit of a sneak peek for Saturday but we continued the discussion with our agents today mm-hmm. we um, we have these open discussions every other Tuesday um, mm-hmm. and you know it just has our agents come and we talk about a topic we sort of um, digressed a little bit yeah. and started talking about open houses and everyone had sort of a difference of opinion. So mm-hmm. we gave our opinions about open houses. It's perspective. Yeah, it's perspective. Are you the man on the island that has been stuck on the island? Are you the man in the little rowboat that's been stuck in a rowboat? Because when the man in the rowboat sees the island, he's like land. And when the man on land sees the boat, he's like a boat. <laughs> Honestly, I was just thinking about this scene in Game of Thrones that, like, literally, that's what happened. That's, per- that's so, perspective. That's what perspective is, my people. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, no. So we we got a difference of opinions today. So mm-hmm. um, we'll share their opinions. We won't say whose names. Yeah. Um, but we will share the their opinions as well because mm-hmm. we're just two realtors talking talking yeah. to each other. Hopefully, mm-hmm. people are listening. But um, it was good to get their perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, in in sort of their on the boat of the island. <laughs> would you be on a boat or or I would island? be on either or. I love both. <laughs> either or isn't like an or oh, for a boat. <laughs> Anyways, that was punny. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, continue. I'm back uh, to Facebook. Okay, she's back to Facebook, so you can find us on all that. So I'm just gonna get into and start our topic. So, um, as we've been in this hecknic hecknicness of hecknicness, I can't say it. Hecknic, hecknic. <laughs> we might need Hec- art to like pick up a mic, put on a mic, and Wait, help hold us. Hold on, oh, give me a second. Hectic. Hectic. 
hecticness. Yes, <laughs> hecticness. Um, the craziness of this recent market where, you know, multiple offers, you know, how do I make my offer look more appealing to the seller? And what people were doing, unfortunately, they felt sort of forced and pressured and put in a corner to waive their home inspection. Now we're starting to see home inspections come back again. P.S., us, we always felt that you should have your home inspection. And if you chose not to have a home inspection, then we would, if you waived your home inspection, we had you sign a waiver that basically said you waived it, not us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but now we're starting to see home inspections come back. So we wanted to talk about the basics of a home inspection, why they're important. You have something to say. Go ahead. Sarah. I was just going to say back streets back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> kind of silly today so this might no, be, nothing this nothing, might not be a good idea for me to do no, the show so yeah so with home inspections coming back why do people have home inspections if you're listening right now 781-837-4900 you can call in we'd love to interact with you so again we'll we have five dollar gift cards to dunkin donuts when you do that do you feel home inspections are necessary do you feel home inspections are basically so you can negotiate a lower price do you feel that home inspections are there so you can learn more about the property that you're purchasing? Okay. I have answers to those. Oh, you can. Am I allowed to give the answers you to You can these? give all the answers you want. Okay. Um, so if I was a buyer mm -hmm. and I was looking for a property, I would want to do a home inspection. Why? Because I'm a first-time home buyer. Mm -hmm. I don't currently own a home. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know much about mechanicals. Mm -hmm. um, I know, though, going to home inspections myself, that it's not just about, you know, finding what's wrong with the house. It's mm -hmm. also about learning how to, where's the water shut off? Mm -hmm. How do you do this? How do you do that? Like, it's, it's, and when I see buyers go through the house with the home inspector and they're like, Oh, wow. And like the home inspector is just like, oh, yeah, this is how you do this. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> well, simple things like simple change things. a filter and you know what I mean? Where's the water shut off? If water is spewing out of your um, water is spewing out of your kitchen faucet. I would call know, Mark McNamara. You know, do you know where the shut off is? <laughs> yeah. Is the bigger question. Right? Um, and I just uh, me personally, I just would never buy a house without having one. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that you and Mary have said in the past, you know, we, we never advise our clients to waive mm -hmm. their home inspection. At the end of the day, it is their decision. Um, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, you know, maybe they think that their offer will get accepted if they waive it, but truly you can have, there are ways to have a home inspection contingency in your offer and sort of make the other parts a little bit sweeter. Mm -hmm. Um, but truthfully, we've been seeing so many more home inspections put in offers that like, it just wouldn't. I don't know. I just don't see that it's a big deal if somebody is having a home inspection. I don't think it is a big deal. And I feel like with sellers, they need to understand. Well, what buyers, what everybody needs to know. <laughs> okay. WATD listeners, this is what you need to know. Listen in, listen in. We don't live in these homes. So we have no idea. Yeah. We literally have no idea if we're hoping that the sellers are giving us the the truth, but I've never lived in the house. So when you ask me certain questions, I don't know the answer to them. Mm -hmm. That's why you should have a home inspection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You should have a home inspection. End of sentence. <laughs> yeah. That That's just personally how I feel. What were the other questions that you said? I forget. 
Um, are they necessary? Okay, so you said yes. yes. Are <laughs> they? Uh, do people have home inspections basically with the conception or idea that it's just a way for them to negotiate, to renegotiate with the seller? No, because there's there's verbiage that you can put into your offer, um, and we have extended on that. There's yeah. sort of basic verbiage that really doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. like for informational purposes only. Oh, okay, great. Uh, you don't like the information. So now you can move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is, you know, when I look at things from the perspective of being a seller's agent or the listing agent, the seller's agent versus being a buyer's agent, when I'm a seller's agent and somebody gives me oh, an offer on one of my properties and it says contingent upon, you know, home inspection for informational purposes only, just like you said, well, once you got the information, you still have the ability to get out of the contract. My fiduciary responsibility is to my seller client. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that I'm buttoning up all these, you know, all these different contingencies. So they suit the needs of my seller more so than they suit the needs of somebody else's buyer. So that's why I say, if you put the word home inspection in there, it's a home inspection. So long as what we started to see is maybe people saying for informational purposes and not used with the intent to renegotiate or to be withdrawn from the offer. Yeah. So if you could put other language in there, that would be better suited, but we're not there anymore. We're now, yes, we're still seeing multiple offers by the way on properties, but I think that we're now seeing home inspections again. Yeah. And truthfully, we still saw them the past couple of years. It wasn't uncommon. Mm -hmm. It just sort of, it was overshadowed by like mm-hmm. the whole giving, giving yeah. everything you could possibly give away. I doesn't know away. I'm going to do this. I put on these headphones and put on this microphone if you don't mind so we can hear you. <laughs> and you're going you're gonna to be joining <clears throat> us, but you have to put this mic on because it's not hot right now. Um, oh, look at you and your... Look at me with my lingo. Mm-hmm. Look at you and your lingo. It's the Mary. It's Mary one. The green one. Yep. Mary. Yep. So you're on. Okay. Test. Okay. I don't know if you are. Nope. I don't think that you are. Okay. Hold on. Oh, the top button. The top one. There you go. Right in front of that. That one. Yeah, there you go. Now we know. No, I'm here. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm helping You're the here. audio guy Art's with that here. thing. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let me just ask you this. And, and again, if you don't want to play along with us, oh, you, came, you, you came to the wrong party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we like to party around here. I was just eating chips <laughs> alone in a corner. And we probably have our new mugs, and I have something red in here. It's not wine, but I'm pretending that it is. So let me ask you. I mean, so you definitely have, you know, friends in the industry. Um, they're, you know, with different companies. But, again, we're all colleagues. We just wear different color logos right so you you know a lot about real estate fair a fair amount yeah. fair okay do you think when a person is buying a house a buyer is buying the house do you think that their mindset is that it's based for negotiation renegotiations opening up negotiations to seller i don't think so i think it's mainly to find out what the house is what it is if yeah things that you can't see with your naked eye it's good to have a professional in there to you know, have a look at what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. See? And that's what it is for. <laughs> well, it is because we tell people all the time. We tell our listeners all the time, you know, hire a professional when you're looking to purchase a home or sell a home. Mm-hmm. Hire a professional. This is what we do for a living. Hire a home inspector. That's what they do for a living. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And with the home inspectors, um, I was listening to Clubhouse. And again, a lot of people don't know about Clubhouse, but Um, when I was listening today or one day, it was something, a topic had been brought up about a home inspection. And after the person got, 
after the whole person got into the house, the condenser went in the AC. So they needed a whole new condenser and the buyer was upset with their buyer's agent. Well, that's why you have a home inspection. If the home inspector then said to you, Hey, I think that this is it. I'm going to use you as a test because again, okay. this is better because you know, you're a real life person and people are sick of listening to me now. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> I know. Um, so in that situation, if you, if you had a home inspection and the home inspector said to you, Art, this, this condenser looks like it's at the end of its life, but I can't put an age on that. It could go tomorrow. It could go in five years. What do you think you would want to do as a buyer at that point if you're just dealing with the home inspector at that point? I would probably find out how much it's worth and see if I can negotiate that into the price of paying for the house. Yeah, see, and that's when we come in with renegotiations. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I would suggest for our buyer clients is that, hey, why don't we ask if we can bring in an HVAC specialist, right? Let's see what that guy says. Because that guy could come in and say, your home inspector didn't know what the hells he was talking about, right? (laughs) He didn't know what was going on. This This is perfectly fine. It's working fine. Or he could say, Honestly, Mm -hmm. I can't even believe that this thing is still running. I can see that all the mice got in here and chewed up all the wires. Like, this thing is going tomorrow. Um, I'm just thinking of, like, mold. So aren't they not allowed to... Why are you laughing? We're talking about mold inspection. Let's just jump right off the the air conditioner. (laughs) No, well, there could be mold on it. Um, (laughs) What? No, I think it's good. Go ahead. I'm picking up. Mold. Aren't they not allowed to say, like, it's mold, it's a mold-like substance? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that could be something that you would want to bring in uh, somebody after the home inspection so the home inspector comes through and says oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's a mold like substance that that to me would be oh sorry i'm yelling at you <laughs> that to me I would be i'm really passionate about mold <laughs> i had an espresso a double espresso today oh you should be the one bouncing I'm, off I'm the, the walls one not me and screaming, i know <laughs> well and that is the thing with mold like it is a substance where you really can't call it mold unless it's inspected or like gone to the lab or done whatever so i think and why would you ever take that chance that you're going through a house? Why would you buy a house and not, you don't know what you're looking for, but mold is pretty serious as a yeah. hazardous thing. And when I'm a listing agent, I go into people's attics and I say, mm, I can't tell you it's mold, but it looks like a mold like substance that I've seen before. So. I, just, I just think that sort of is across the board though. It's like, I would never want to buy a house if I didn't know things about it mm-hmm. you know if I didn't know the age of the roof and if I didn't know the age of the septic system if I didn't know certain mm-hmm. things those are big ticket items that are important and should be important to a buyer um so you know and I know we're sort of harping on the actual home inspection and we're supposed to be sort of talking about what happens afterwards yeah. but um these are big ticket items that should matter to everybody who's purchasing a home mm-hmm. Art, when you bought your house, did you own your house or did you rent? I own my house. You own. Yeah. So how long ago did you buy it? Um, about 10 years ago, I inherited it. So that oh, was you easy. inherited but it, I yeah. Also, I own another house and I had a... You did have a home inspection? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it only makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think, do you, well, I'm not going to answer the question for you. Do you think it's this market that we've been in and people are waving that inspection? Like, do you feel as if it's reckless? Well, it's reckless the way people have been buying real estate for a while. It just They'll just take it because they'll, they'll lose it otherwise. And... Yeah, so they're just sort of going with it. All right, Art. So you can stand there and help us along with this conversation if you want, or okay. you can go off screen and do your thing over there as you're listening to us. So I think my thing's all working fine. So all right, perfect. That. Awesome. Um, so we're going to talk about renegotiating, mm-hmm. and you brought up mold. So let's let's discuss things with, first of all, 
I had at the opening of the um, show, I had said that I have never lived in this home before. So I certainly do not know anything about this house generally, other than what the seller has told me, but anything that is hazardous or it has to be disclosed, the seller should be telling us those items. Mm -hmm. If a seller tells me, you know, I have mold in the attic, I then have to disclose that. Okay, there's mold in the attic. If the seller tells me I have water in the basement, I have to then disclose that. If the seller doesn't tell me those things as a real estate agent, I won't know. So you, when you go to a real estate agent, don't assume that the real estate agent knows everything. I know everything that the seller has told me. So you have to remember that's why it's important to have your own home inspection. So when you go through the home inspector can tell you things, but things that are hazardous asbestos, it's very serious. Mm -hmm. It's very expensive to get rid of, but who's responsible for what, when it comes to these items coming up. So let's just say mold comes up. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I mean, do you think that that's the seller's responsibility? Is it the buyer's responsibility? Who's negotiating what there? Well, typically, with mold, it could be in the attic, so it could be poor f- ventilation from a um, like the fan in the in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and so there might be something that's an easy fix, like it needs to. What's the you be vented? Be, yeah, but what's the thing that goes out of the house? The chimney? No, the vent? <laughs> no, like from yeah, whatever. The baffles? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So maybe something needs to be fixed with that, and I feel like that that should be a sell. That's the seller's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Correct? Well, you would think. What do you think? (laughs) I think it should be the seller's responsibility. I think it's the seller's responsibility. Yeah. But who wants to buy a house that has mold? Well, exactly. So the thing is, is the seller doesn't, isn't responsible to do anything Mm -hmm. really. I mean, but now what's going to happen is the seller is going to request, I mean, the buyer is then going to request that they have a mold expert come in, find out how much it's going to cost to get remediated. So let's just say that they say it's $5,000 and they go back to the seller and say, I want $5,000 concession or off the price or something based on this. Mm -hmm. And the seller says, no. I now know as a listing agent that this house has mold. Guess what? I have to tell every other person. So, Mr. Seller, you're going to be fixing it regardless. Yeah. Well, I also feel as though what, how did the mold get there? Was there, was important? Was a bathroom put in with maybe no permits or maybe there was a snowball? It is a snowball. So, just fix the mold. Yes. Just fix the mold. <laughs> just fix the mold. And it could be something so simple it just needs to be redirected. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to get at. Is that the thing that comes out of the house? Well, the baffles, I think you're, yeah, you're sort of on the right track. But okay. you can, you've heard me say before yes. that you can take the dr- the vent that goes, it's sort of like that accordion type yeah. material yeah. that goes from the vent in your bathroom mm-hmm. to get the, the moisture out. Yeah. You can put that per code. You have to look again. I am not an expert in any of this. I just happen to know that per code in town of Pembroke, you can put that into a soffit, mm-hmm. but you have to check everybody. Every town has a different bylaw. So you mm-hmm. can put that right into a soffit vent. So you yeah. might've been thinking about the soffit. Yeah, vent. I think so. Yeah. So it can go right into the soffit vent. The better way to do it is through the roof or okay. out the side of the house. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but if, if I am, this is why I'm always looking when I go through somebody's home, I go through the eyes as the eyes of the buyer, not as a buyer as a seller, right? As the eyes of a seller, because buyers are looking for what's wrong, not for what's right. Yeah. So when I go into a house and I say, Hey, this looks like black, this black looks like a mold like substance, which I have seen in the past, mm-hmm. potentially not hazardous, but I'm letting you know, you should get it checked and get inspected. And here's Jake from pro Enviro. Give him a buzz. He'll tell you the truth because 
if you don't fix it and it comes up, that $2,500 repair now looks like 10000 in the eyes of the buyer. Well, it's funny because after we did that show, and I think we even did two shows with yeah. Jake, um, we got like three or four callers like at, to our office, like people who had either listened to the show live mm-hmm. or went on to the podcast and was listening to it because um, it was a couple of them were maybe a couple weeks after. Yeah. And, um, you know, so it's it's common. Mold is common. Yeah. It happens. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. There are professionals out there. It doesn't have to be costly. Um, and if you fix the problem, it shouldn't, you know. But more importantly, what I think often. that what you were saying is Mm -hmm. the most important part is fixing the issue that caused it yeah because the the one that you just mentioned by the way is a common one that we see Mm -hmm. but there are bigger issues too and some so there's um there's the oh gosh okay so there's the ridge vent which is up on the top of the roof Mm -hmm. so the air can circulate out that way then there's the soffit and then there's the gable yeah but you know what if it matters which way things are going. Like if you have all three, they could be working against each other. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm not that flow guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to find the person. So you got to find the person. Yeah. We got a guy. <laughs> have you looked in your attic lately? Um, not my attic, but I have looked at my tenant's attic. Oh, you have? Yeah. Yeah, because it's really yeah. important, right, to it make is. sure that, you know, you're not putting anybody in a hazardous thing. I would suggest that you go up and check your own. Yeah. Because sometimes those things come loose. You never know. Yeah. Um, because mold in, is serious. In the daylight. Maybe. Bring a flashlight. Yeah. And if you have bats up there, guess yeah. what? You can't get rid of them. One thing, my tenants, they had a problem with mold, and they had to move out for a month while I got it uh, all cleaned oh. out. So it was something that we should have seen before and maybe dealt with it in an easier way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what, ca- what caused the mold? Um, I think a leak in the septic system caused it originally in the basement and then got up into the attic with the ventilation or Ah, so that's sort of gross, too. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was really... Yeah, I mean, because not only is it mold, it's like stinky septic mold. Yeah. <laughs> Something right. That's why they it, moved it out for like, a month. It looked like stinky septic mold. They couldn't tell for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 But that's the thing. If you're not doing, and we've talked about this before. Remember, I had a crack in my my chimney that yeah. I would have never seen because I never walk on that side of my house. We do that show every single year when it comes to spring maintenance, yeah. right? To look around. Boy, I'm surprised they didn't notice it sooner if they were septic spooing out of the, yeah, in the basement. I think that caused a septic issue probably, but, oh, yeah. but it was still my responsibility to get the mold cleaned out. Yeah. What town? Is it in Pembroke? Pembroke? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good one. I've never heard of that. So I guess I'd have to keep my eyes open for that one, but oh. you fixed the issue on top of the mold. Right. Mm. So do you mind my asking how much was like, where was the mold up in the attic only? And in the basement. So they had to clear all this stuff out of the basement and oh. all of the stuff out of the attic. And did you have to pay for them to be somewhere else for a yes, month? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was pretty expensive. The mold removal was like $15,000. Oh, really? Yeah. So you had some significant wow. mold. Yeah. Wow. I did have some insurance, which is a good thing to remember, but uh, that didn't yeah. cover the whole thing, so I had to cover So you had to do some. That um, is a good, really good topic about insurance, and I think in a couple of weeks we're going to do a show on some title insurance and the importance of having title mm-hmm. insurance as well. And just for everybody that know, the people who don't know, I sat on uh, the conservation committee with um, with Art, and Art is still on the conservation committee for the town of Pembroke. I'm the new chairman. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Oh, 
congratulations, Chairman. Yeah. Yeah. Order on the court. I when they wanted me to be that, the first one I was on was like a hell show, and I was like, why am I here right now? Anyways, um, but you have a lot of experience with you know like things that could go wrong with encroachments and betterments and things like that for um, not betterments but easements and stuff when it comes to buffer zones and all that other stuff. Um, so with the mold. So our suggestion as a seller is, uh, to our sellers is, if you see something, definitely call about it. Um, I was at a house recently and I saw some evidence of mold on the door in the bathroom. And I was like, oh, have you ever checked into your attic to see if you had any mold? And they're like, oh, you know, it's funny that you say that because uh, recently I went up there and the vent had disconnected. And they're like, how did you know that? And I was like, because you have mold on your bathroom door. Like, But again, when I work as a buyer's agent, those are the things that we're seeing, right? Yep. To our WATD listeners, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara. I'm the proud broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. We are live in our studio tonight here in uh, Pembroke Center, right at our home office. I'm here with my sidekick, Melissa Wallace. You hear us every Tuesday night and every Saturday morning from 10 to 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just keeping it real and talking about real estate. We also have Art Edgerton with us this evening. So thank, thank you. you, Art. Art has uh, fixed the issue with our Facebook thing which is Facebook couldn't hear our callers. Yeah. So now we need a caller yeah, to no, make sure it works. <laughs> so 781-837-4900. Just give us a ring-a-ling. Let us know that you're listening. If you have any questions, doesn't even have to be about <clears throat> this topic. It can yeah. be any topic. Honestly, I don't even care if you want to talk about the weather. Yeah. Well, moving forward with our topic until yes. we get a caller who asks us about the weather. Yeah. We, <laughs> uh, so, Sharon, what happens after the home inspection? Do you get a report? Who gets the report? If there is one, what happens with that? Honestly, you articulate better than anyone I know. I'm like turning red right now because after, like you, you could literally be in stop and shop. <laughs> Sorry, and still, the microphone. Are you hearing that? I'm too, I'm too close to it. Uh, but you're now good. they're sensitive. I'm used to standing this close. <laughs> no. um, what was your question? Because I couldn't hear. <laughs> you no, you can my, hear too well. It's the blew, problem. You blew out my eardrums to the point where I'm having a. I, I'm asking what happens after the home inspection. Is there a a report? Yeah. So after after the home inspection, there is a report. And a lot of times, like if items come up, my suggestion is don't be asking for a doorknob to be repaired because it's loose. I mean, you're, you're really looking at things yeah. that are hazardous, right? Well, but yeah, okay. we had a good conversation today. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get off track on this okay. one. So it came up about lead paint. And Nick Flynn was in the office today and we we're having a conversation. And if he, the question was, if lead paint comes up in a home inspection, is it the responsibility of the seller to fix that lead paint? What do you think? What do you think? I think so. You think so? No. Legally. We're talking legally. Legally. So think about lead paint. Anything built before 1978. Probably has lead paint. Probably has lead paint. Is it the responsibility of the seller to remediate the lead paint if it comes up in home inspection that there is lead paint. So does it have to do if they have young children? So if they have children under the age of six? Seven. Seven? Is it seven or six? I think it's seven. Okay. So it has to be, yep. So if you have somebody living in the house that's under that age, then you cannot have lead paint in your house. Mm-hmm. But is it the seller's problem? No. It's it is, not their problem. It's not their a, problem. It's yeah. the same thing as That's mold. why you were like tripping me up. I knew I was like, doing that on purpose. I was yeah. looking you in the eyes and you're trying like, to feel me. No. And I was like, I'm not letting her know what I'm thinking right now. I'm just thinking about like how, uh, like when, if 
lead paint has come up in any of your listings, what you say is well, like... Well, I will tell you. I'll give you an example okay. of when lead paint... Look at me pointing at you. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, is this really live on WATD right now? These two do not deserve to be on the radio. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. We try to keep it comical. You know, that's just how we are. All right. Aren't you, like, so excited about our new relationship here? You no, get to get great. to know us a different side of Sharon. Absolutely. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, so I had a listing one time in Duxbury. And there was an antique section of the house, and then there was a new section of the house that was built. And we had got it under agreement, had the home inspection. No kidding that there was lead paint on the Mm -hmm. antique side, right? Yeah. So the buyer requested that the seller remediate the lead. The seller said, no, I'm not doing it. It's not my responsibility. I don't have children under the age of seven. I am not remediating that that lead paint. Mm-hmm. The buyer ultimately ended up walking. Mm-hmm. There comes Mr. McNamara. Hello, Mr. McNamara. <laughs> and um, so the buyer ended up walking. I then said to the seller, "Well, now that now that we know this information, legally, legally in the state of Massachusetts." We have a form that says that you have lead paint in this home. I have to disclose it. They asked me not to. Mm -hmm. They said, as the person who is employing you right now, I am telling you that I do not want that listed. And I said, I quit. (laughs) I, I I quit because I legally want to keep my license. Yeah. So don't put your agent in, in that sort of circumstance. What do you think happened? They hired another agent who didn't know the situation. They didn't tell the person that there was lead paint. So you can go on to a website for the state of Massachusetts mm-hmm. that indicates every house. If you're looking at an antique, my suggestion to you would be look and see if it's in the registry that it has lead paint. And another agent put it on the market, and it was not disclosed that there was lead paint in that house. Now, I love my job. I love my clients. I will do anything for them except break the law. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the answer to that question is, no, it is not the responsibility of the seller to do it. Would it behoove the seller to do it in order to continue to keep their uh, place open, like not their place, their the sphere open of more people that want to see it? Mm-hmm. But lead paint is expensive. You think you had a big yeah. bill with 15000 Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like lead paint, it, it can be expensive to, depending on where it is. I mean, sometimes you see it just like on the front door. Um, some people, I, I know, but even just removing that door, I mean, it's yeah. a process. Like you're not even supposed to just take that door off and throw yeah. it in a dumpster. It's lead no. paint. Yeah. You have to surround it with plastic and everything and get yeah. professionals to take it out. And wouldn't you, I mean, you're in conservation, you're, you're a tree hugger. You, you would say that you want to and love the environment, right? People are taking these things and they're just throwing them in the dumpster. But you know how people repurpose things, Mm -hmm. a lot of repurposing? Mm -hmm. That's something that I think is so interesting because we don't have to give the property transfer lead notification, which is what it's called. Mm -hmm. We don't have to give that to homes that are built after 1978. But there are times where I will because I feel, okay, this was repurposed. This is like a repurposed front door or or like a barn door inside. Yeah. Like, you know, it, or it has, it, you can see that it has 40 layers of paint on it and you're like, mm-hmm. and it's all crackling and looks like a snake pr- probably has lead paint. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, a lot of people do the mantles, like the old yeah. mantles that come, they're coming out of the city. People are redoing those. They're p- taking them and they're putting them in there. Yeah. That has lead paint. So should we be doing it for everything? I would guess that we should be if we want to protect ourselves and we yeah. want to protect our sellers. And that's the thing. When we're listing agents, please understand we're coming to you because with this 
you know, asking you to do the right thing because one, it's the right thing to do. You shouldn't be questioning that, but it's legally like we're trying to get you out of arbitration. Yeah. Because someone's going to come back and say, Hey, wait a minute. You knew that this had lead paint and you sold it to me anyways. So I'm going to have every person who bought a house in the last 10 years in Duxbury calling me to ask if it was their house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had it. Yeah. Mm. And that my moral compass, I'm telling you on that one, I was like, it's not my business. I can't really. What are the risks with lead paint? What, what could happen? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things. I mean, with lead paint, they say with children under a certain age, that has a lot to do with, um, with growth and um, your neurological. brain, yeah, neurological type issues that they have. But do you, do you remember um, David Litchfield? Do you remember yeah, David Litchfield? Yeah, okay. David, unfortunately, great friend. He passed away. He is the one that he did all of the Boston Connect signs. He lived on Blueberry Lane. He was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And I was selling a property for him, um, his family house in Norwell. And he was selling a lot of stuff and there was a um, high chair and it was, I would go, David, this is like all lead paint on this, on this thing. Like I can tell it's lead paint. Like it was an antique. And he goes, oh, maybe that explains my situation. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating that. So that's, we have 10 minutes left. Yeah. No um, cause. We can't even. We no can't cause. even urge Is anybody. anybody out there? Did anybody um, ask us anything on Facebook? No. Wow. If no one's listening, we can just go home then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just stick to the Saturdays. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturdays are good. Yeah. So okay. So you do get a report afterwards. Mm-hmm. What happens with the report? Who reads it? And how do you how do you determine what are big ticket items that you want to negotiate? So with the report, um, as the buyer's agent, you know, you generally the buyer's agent is with their buyer when they're going through the home inspection. I don't understand why buyers don't show up. Sometimes they don't show up. As a buyer's agent, I would never take on that responsibility of being there for somebody because they couldn't be there. You're buying a house, not a pair of shoes, take the day off from work or take a few hours off from work. Yeah. Don't bring your father's uncle's cousin who is a contractor. I mean, you can, but I see it every single time. They're like, oh, did you see over here? Oh, did you see over here? Oh, did you see that? Did you catch this? And the home inspector has his route. So he's he's going this way, lefty-loosey, righty-tighty, whatever, you know. And this person's, oh, did you see that? Did you see this? Did you see that? You can't, don't pull away your home inspector. And now I find buyers are following around their uncle instead of their home inspector. Yeah. And at the end, they're looking at this report and the report looks a lot scarier than it actually is. Yeah. So that's one thing I would say is when you get that report back, don't be so concerned about they're checking every little thing off. They're more giving you information on what the quality or what, where the house is now. Mm-hmm. Right. But then what you have to do is you have to take that report and you have to dissect it and say, what are items that I feel are necessary to change right now? That would be something that's hazardous to your health, mm-hmm. right? You certainly don't want to be, you want to be negotiating that now. Yeah. And if not, walk away. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Just feel okay with walking away. Cause yeah, it's not- if you have that contingency in your offer, you can walk away if there's something that comes up in your home inspection that you don't want to deal with. If you're not comfortable with it, walk away. Because guess what? You're never going to be comfortable with it. So you could try to negotiate it. So you can go to the seller and say, hey, Mr. Seller, uh, there is mold in the attic and we would like it remediated. This would be the suggestion that I would give to sellers, to buyers, to give to sellers. Mm -hmm. 
negotiate it back on them to make the change, to do the adjustment, because they're the ones that will then get the quotes and they don't fail. Because if I go to you and say, I want $10,000, I'm the buyer's agent, my client and pretend, okay, you're going to pretend you're the listing agent. Ring a ring a ling. Hello. Hey Mel, it's Sharon McNamara from Boston Connect Real Estate. How you doing? Good. How are you doing, Sharon? I'm doing great. You know what? We had a really good home inspection. For the most part, everything went well. However, there were a couple things that came up that were a little concerning. Um, again, I promised that we wouldn't come after the seller for anything that's you know little and mostly for informational purposes. But you know there was mold sort of indicated. If the seller is comfortable, we'd like to bring in an expert okay. to look at that. But if the seller is more comfortable bringing in their own expert, we would suggest that. Do you feel okay with that? Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely bring it to my client and, yeah. and see, you know, how they. But I don't see the, how that could be an issue. All right, perfect. And then if we could just think a little bit fast forward on that, if it does show that it is mold. I don't want to guess that that's going to cost $10,000. Potentially, it could cost $1,500. Do you think that your seller would just take on the responsibility of fixing that? Um, yeah, well, why don't we get a quote first and okay. see how, how we can sort of move forward from there. All right, well, perfect. So that's what we'll do, and um, I will look forward to hearing who you're going to choose, and do you mind if we're there just for the consultation? Yeah, absolutely. All right, perfect. Well, yeah, if, absolutely. You mind us being there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You mind me being that's like saying yeah no <laughs> well that's yeah. fine if no, no 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 uh, again i i will talk to my client about perfect. that but they you know he's been very uh good with allowing you to come in so perfect awesome. should be good awesome because we just want to hear what's going on too yeah. but you can see in that scenario if i was just the buyer's agent now let's let's see how this could work differently right ring a ling a ling hello Hey, Mel, it's Sharon McNamara from Boston Connect Real Estate. Hey, we had the home inspection today, and uh, yeah, you know what? I can't believe that your uh, stinking uh, seller didn't, um, someone's just tuning in now, and they're like, is she really saying that? <laughs> didn't disclose that there's mold up in the attic. And I don't know, maybe you knew about it, you didn't know about it, but you know what, my seller, my buyer definitely doesn't want to do it. So we're going to request $10,000 off for remediation of mold. Well, first off, I don't like your tone. Second, <laughs> second off, there, there's no reason to accuse my client or myself of knowing that there's mold and not disclosing it. I'm happy to talk to my client to see if he would like to hire somebody to come in and to confirm that there is mold in the in the attic or mm -hmm. wherever it is you say that there's a mold-like substance. <laughs> Um, but why don't we keep the negotiations to after we get a quote, if okay. there is. All right. That sounds good. You listen to everything I say <laughs> in my office. So, so, by the way, Melissa knows a lot about real estate, but she isn't out there selling real estate, by the way. So it's interesting because that's what I would be like. Chill your tone out with me. But again, you can see the perspective. If I'm going to try to renegotiate, I would much, I, I think it's better for the buyer to suggest that the seller, I don't want to cause any extra work for them. Yeah. But at least the seller is getting the price that they feel comfortable paying. Because if I'm going in there as a buyer's agent, again, it could be a $1,500 fix, a remediation. And as a buyer, I'm going to say, I want 10 grand. So yeah. that's why I always go that way. So we're sort of done with that topic. We have four minutes left. All right. What are your thoughts? Any final thoughts or anything on this whole topic? 
part of the drone inspection, uh, part of the home inspection could be uh, a drone flight, and that covers oh, yeah. a lot of area hmm. that um, you might have to pay extra for to have the home inspector go up on the roof, or it's just it's a convenient way to see any problems on the outside of the house. Mm. That's but, a really good idea. And do you know anybody who does drones? Well, I do happen to know someone. Uh, <laughs> I have a company, Aeronaut Drone Service. We've been uh, in business for about five or six years. Um, mm -hmm. It was formerly um, Quattrofoil Drone Service, but we changed our name and updated some, some of our marketing. Um, we do a lot of home inspections, and people just want to have a nice picture of their house. So how yeah. to get that? Well, that's actually a really nice idea, though, because really, I'll tell you, as a listing agent, I don't allow people to be up on the roof. You know, yeah, you, and you're not getting up there. It's dangerous, and somebody's going to fall and really get hurt. So I think that the drone aspect of it really is a good idea to have that as part of your home inspection, that you can have that, and then you can take some nice pictures of your new home while you're at it. So I think it's a great idea. We only have three minutes left. Why don't you give everybody your phone number um, that's listening on WATD and uh, on Facebook, uh, your phone number and how they can get in touch with you if that's something they want to do. Okay, you can get in touch with me by email at art at Aeronaut Drone Service. Our phone number is 617-947-5295. One more time for the phone number. It's 617-947-5295. All right, perfect. Because I'll be honest, with the name of your company, I would have to see it in order to <laughs> print it out. So <laughs> people can find us at bostonconnect.com, 781-826-8000 if they want to hear. Mm -hmm. Final thoughts for you, my friend. Final thoughts. Have a home inspection. Hire a home inspector. Mm -hmm. They do that full time. Hire, hire a realtor. Yeah, hire a realtor. <laughs> hire a listing agent and hire a buyer's agent that knows how to negotiate on your behalf because yeah. this is a collaboration. This is a coming together. This is not about a fight, um, having a home inspection. Well, and I feel like when when people hear negotiation, it means that something went wrong and now we have to sort of fix it. It mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that. Mm -hmm. It could be, oh, you know, the, the, the door was hanging off the hinges. You just prop it back up. Yeah, that'd be great. But you know what? The number one thing that m sellers are surprised about when it comes up in a home inspection, that the seller is more surprised than the buyer that it even came up? What? We didn't talk about it tonight. Can you take a guess? Uh, it's a bug. Oh, carpenter uh, ants? Termites. 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 Oh. termites. When people have termites, they're like, are you kidding? We have termites. Well, no one wants termites. And I would say if the seller has termites, that's something you're going to take care of. Yeah. So again, to all of our WATD listeners and everybody in Facebook land, uh, thank you so much for joining us. You can listen to our past shows on uh, TalkRealEstateRoundtable.com or on your podcast app, TalkRealEstateRoundtable. And you can find us on YouTube too. And we're going to stream live next week, so come join us. Bye, George. Have a great night. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.